Oh, hey, Alice. How's it going? Good to see you again. We got uh, some special people here today. We got the Dangerous Method in the building, Joseph and Emily Jared. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right. Doing great. Uh, a little a little tired, uh, you know, at Springwater again last night, as we often are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who played Springwater last night? Uh, I played with uh, Big Jets. Big oh Red shit! Springwater. I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah, um, we didn't we didn't promote that one too much, but uh, you know, just kind of a, a nice little post Thanksgiving uh, throwdown. Nice, but uh, that's that's always the place to be. <laughs> Springwater is always the place to be. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's a historic place. I agree. Yeah, I I feel like uh, you know, there's certain folks who kind of look askance at it or don't give it a ton of respect but you know it's definitely has made a difference in my life <laughs> yeah for sure so uh i i always respect it i'll always go back i remember being like 18 19 wanting to get into shows down there and just like staying outside in the parking lot oh yeah 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 <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So you guys have some uh, exciting things coming up. Yeah, we're excited. Um, this coming Friday, December 3rd, uh, our second full-length album, which is titled Marriage, is going to be uh, released um, on all digital platforms. Uh, it's up for sale on Bandcamp. We have CDs. And um, it's, it's, it's titled Marriage, and we've been in the works on this thing for uh, a really long time. Um, actual production has been going on since uh, the end of 2018. Um, and before that, just like writing it and getting everything together for, I don't know, five or six years before that some of the songs are like eight or nine years old though. yeah oh wow it, yeah so this is this has been a long time coming it's kind of a sort of a, a culmination of everything that we've been that's so cool we've been at yeah so uh, that's that's so much coming to a head i'm really glad to hear that yeah thanks um, yeah i watched um before you guys came over i watched uh, um, like 2018 uh short interview you guys did and then mm. Yeah, would that would that have been the house show? Clip? Yeah, then okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. you guys play a song, and I was wondering if that song was on Marriage. Um, it's not. I think uh, we we played Indianapolis for oh yeah uh, for that show. Um, mm -hmm. It's a thing called House Show, which uh, I guess that's the only other time we've we've been on any kind of web series interview thing. Yeah. Like that. Um, but that song's on our uh, on our previous record, which is called Travels, uh, and okay. a six song EP. Right on. The, the, the reason I had said that is um, there was a line in that song I heard. It's like, you said, you're saving yourself from marriage and you never smoked or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that's on marriage. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a previous part of the journey there. That's that's mm -hmm. kind of, um, I guess, um, so this will be our third release. Um, the, the first album we released was in 2016. It's called Cinema Junkie. And um, that's a sort of a bunch of songs about uh, being obsessed with movies and um, 
just trying to figure out life in your early to mid twenties, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then um, the the second release was the Travels EP, um, which I I would say thematically is kind of a kind of a prequel to Cinema Junkie. It's sort of more songs written and about like sort of early twenties period sort of being fresh and venturing out into the world for the first time. Um, so uh, that song, Indianapolis, uh, uh, sort of mentions, uh, I guess, just the, the youth and being sheltered and not having a lot of experience yet and sort of where that comes from. Yeah, it's something I really like about the music you guys make is it's really like down to earth and real. It's yeah. like, it feels like it comes from a very genuine place. Like I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, like about art, like kind of philosophically. Sure. And it's like, you have an artist that um, like, like some, something happened and there's like pain there or like something that's needed to be expressed. And like, they make some kind of outlet to show you that. Mm. And then you have like, and I mean, I'm really not like speaking down in any way, but then you have like people who see that and want to do that and like and there's a difference hmm. you have like you have people expressing something and then you have like i'm not even like saying it in a negative sense but you have someone like wanting what that person has kind mm. of thing mm -hmm. interesting yeah mm -hmm. um yeah and like to make real art it has to come from that like you have to speak like george r, r. martin is a like huge influence on me mm -hmm. the guy who wrote yeah. sarnas fire yeah of course mm -hmm. and um like one thing he says to aspiring authors, like his biggest piece of advice is write what you know. Yeah. And he's like, when my teacher told me that, I I didn't listen because I wanted to write about spaceships and, <laughs> and trolls and goblins. And he said, but once I got older and was actually an author, it's like I understood what she meant that you you he's like, I have a lot of like heartache in my life. Yeah. So that's what I write about. And that Sure. Yeah. Uh, even even if you're writing about spaceships and goblins, you can you can put yourself into that context in a way, if, if, even if it's metaphorical. If it's authentic yeah. to you. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I you know obviously um, I I've always kind of written songs from from that personal place and uh, tried to put some of my experience into it. Um, and a lot of it, a lot of it is very direct and literal and yeah um <laughs> so i i feel that for sure it, it's kind of um it, it is kind of an outlet for for me to put some of the the pain and whatever whatever i've i've been through and struggled with um and uh you know i it it make making our music has always kind of worked as a as a bit of a therapeutic uh, exercise and, and outlet uh, for me personally. And um, I, I hope that that kind of comes across and, and maybe like people relating to, to yeah. some of the things I'm talking about can, yeah. can help them too. For sure. Cause you, you're coming from a real place with it. And like, you, I think you made a, a post like um, a few days ago where along those similar lines, it's like, you know, like writing for you is a therapy. Like that's yeah. how you deal with shit. And I feel that man. Like I, yeah. I get mm -hmm. that. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like art is not art is not always fun, right? Art is, 
necessary like you mm-hmm. have to do it but it's not always fun yeah, yeah. no absolutely um that that sparks something i was, I was gonna say uh yeah i don't i don't know i feel like uh like being in a rock band um that sort of thing is maybe not always what the audience shows up uh expecting or wanting to see Mm -hmm. um so it can be a challenge to kind of bridge that gap it's like um all right you you might have come here to have a good time and rock out and bob your head and whatever but we're gonna get into some real stuff and you know take that for what (laughs) for what you will well here's a song about how we almost got divorced (laughs) well you guys fucking shred (laughs) yeah i think hopefully that helps get it like get it across like you know they'll they'll uh you know feel the energy and and get into the the tunes and the music but uh maybe if they if the if the words like get in somehow that can also have a have another kind of effect <laughs> yeah if, you, if you're if you're at a like at a the dangerous method show or like a wrong evil show it's like yeah. all upbeat and you're not having a good that time i think that's a personal thing i'm just saying <laughs> well i don't, I don't know yeah I'll, i'm saying that you don't have to <laughs> the um so i mean you guys are uh cinema buffs at, sure yeah have you uh seen anything good recently oh man um we uh just a couple nights ago watched uh the movie annette um mm-hmm. which is uh um a, a, a musical uh, uh directed by the french director leos carax mm-hmm. and um it stars adam driver and marianne cotillard and the music is by the band sparks are you familiar with them at all mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're this kind of cult duo of brothers that go back all the way to the 70s they're very mysterious yeah like i feel like things are not fully known and understood mm-hmm. about their lives and they lean into that <coughs> and uh but there's a, there's yeah. a really good documentary about them recently mm-hmm. as well um, highly recommend it but uh they uh wrote all the music and wrote the story for this kind of it's it's almost like an opera film mm-hmm. and um it's it's very weird. I don't want to like mm. give the plot away too much about it, but okay. I would I would recommend folks seek out Annette. It it kind of uh, has been tripping me out for the last few days. Yeah, not, not knowing quite what to think or kind of like that like surrealist avant garde. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right on. I love Lars von Trier. Uh, yeah, oh, we, we, yeah, we were just might... uh, revisiting some von Trier recently. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. Okay, I'll check that one out. Annette. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's on Amazon Prime. If that's uh something yeah i um <laughs> i got a story i just recently watched that movie get out mm-hmm. that? oh it's oh, so good yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i i was in a very different state of mind when i watched it mm-hmm. and um it got to that scene where he walks in the house and she's ringing the cup Uh, and she's like putting him into a trance you guys know i'm talking about yeah Mm -hmm. i was like freaking out when i watched that (laughs) yeah uh and she gets to a point where she's like do you smoke around my daughter 
and he's like he kind of goes you can see the actor is so good he goes like are we already and then she rings it again and puts him back under when that happened i felt heightenedly suggested oh, yeah i felt oh. like it like this movie was trying to like project that onto me and put me in a trance Ooh. i did not even finish that scene where she like <laughs> takes him down into that place mm-hmm. when she when they were just talking about smoking they hadn't even got to the other stuff yet when that happened i turned it off and i was just i've never been so scared by a movie oh before. my gosh yeah that's oh. intense i watched it again in a different he's different state of mind and i think i was definitely overreacting i think <laughs> i was i mean yeah, or was I? <laughs> I mean, How were so, you? You know, yeah. sometimes the uh, movie will come to you right where you're at and uh, have an effect that maybe it didn't even intend or think would happen. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny. Talk, talk about a rabbit hole. Like, that, uh, Get Out really involves that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie's nuts. I loved it. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the thing was, like, I get like I don't um I have a problem with like like super disturbing gore stuff you yeah. know like that like um like dark fat themes and stuff that's never because that's fiction that's happening to someone else yeah and but I felt attacked I was <laughs> I was like this yeah. is happening to me and <laughs> man, <laughs> I've never felt that before from like a movie um but you know what what's cool is like I started thinking about like well you know what's scary about this to me is like I guess trust like because I don't know these people making this movie or I don't mm-hmm. would, I wouldn't want to be that malleable to someone mm. you know yeah. trust issues mm-hmm. but then I started thinking like what if I could do that to myself so I looked up a video uh about self-hypnosis and there's this like this old lady and she has two students with her and she just kind of like walks you through the steps and I tried it and I haven't smoked since then. And it's only been, I think like a week and four or five days, something like that. Wow. But what's crazy is I don't want to. Wow. That's something, man. And I've, I mean, I've been smoking since like 18, 19, you know? Yeah. Man. So yeah, I've been just telling people about it. Cause like, it's, it's really helping. Like I, another thing is like, I've had, I've, I've been too, honed in to the news the last yeah. like few months mm-hmm. and that's it's tough. giving me like lots of anxiety <laughs> yeah and that's helped me a lot with that too it's nice. just like feeling at peace so mm. i've just been telling everyone about that because like i'm the kind of person that i i wouldn't want someone else to do that to me but mm-hmm. right. i trust myself enough that i'm not, if i'm alone that like i can do that and it's cool because like the like one of the things she she teaches you is like you once you're in that like kind of trance state of mind you the like you do an exercise where you imagine there's a string around your wrist and you try to see if like your arm will raise up mm. and you like it's a physical thing to show you because if, if you can teach yourself that you're that suggestible then you can like you know that you can suggest other things to yourself yeah so it's like okay if, like as a physical effect then this is is affecting me and i believe it and that's that's the whole ticket right there, you know. Yeah, the mind the mind is powerful, like mm-hmm. crazy stuff. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I I still remember in um in high school, was it AP Psychology? I think you were in that class with mm, me. In yeah. the in the textbook, it said, um, 
the mind, like our minds, everyone's minds, simply erase things that it doesn't think it can handle. Mm. Like things that are visible to other people are not visible to some other people because the mind doesn't think it can handle it. And that has messed me up <laughs> for years now. Like you just literally don't perceive it. You literally like don't perceive it because your brain picks up on it and just says, nope, this is going to ruin them and just gone. Yeah. And, and I think about that all the time. <laughs> what, am I, what am I missing in the world that other people are perceiving that my brain has decided I can't handle? <laughs> yeah. And like in an extreme case, I would be like, like I have friends with like childhood trauma that completely yeah. blocked out and then it resurfaces later. And it's mm -hmm. like, they literally just as a kid could not handle that. So mm -hmm. it, yeah. it just deleted. It's gone. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. The human mind is, we probably know less about that than we do about our universe. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that's true. Mm -hmm. <sighs> everyone's, everyone's reality is different than mm. the person sitting right beside them. For sure. Yeah. Like, how, how can you learn about it and understand it while being in it and experiencing it? Yeah. Like all you have is your own perception, but can you trust the things that you perceive? Yeah. Can you trust your own perception? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life is, uh, it's very strange. Mm. Yeah, there's a really good, um, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. What's that guy's name? Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. It's a really good Hunter S. Thompson quote. Like he's like, I learned a long time ago, reality is far stranger than anyone's imagination. Yeah, that's so true. Like, uh, I think uh, that's becoming more and more true all the time these days. Yeah, man, we're in like the alternate timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. Really yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I saw like a tweet from the Onion. Like they just retweeted. <clears throat> an actual headline of something that had happened and said, we give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're done. We're, wait, wait, we're, done. we're at a job now. Yeah, yeah. We cannot top this anymore. Yeah, like, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, switching gears a little bit, I'm gonna just throw it off, uh, I'll ball at you guys. Um, we're, we're ready, I think, and yes. we'll see. You, you decide what order you guys want to answer in this, and but I'd like an answer from each of you. Okay. What do you think happens after we die? Cool. And, you know, I, I always like to preface that with, like, not a single person on this planet knows. Right. Mm -hmm. Some people profess to know, but no one knows, you know? Like, I, I have some ideas about, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, it, it's, I like, I like to get other people's perspectives on it, so. Sure. Oh, man. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I, I, feel, me... I feel like I have more thoughts on the matter than maybe you do, so I'll, I'll put them all in order. And you yeah. Can... Well, I'll, I'll start by saying um, that uh, I, you know, both, both of us were raised uh, with a very strict Christian background. Mm, same. Mm -hmm. um, and so taught that uh, heaven and hell were real and that uh, everything that you do here has ultimate eternal consequences. And um, so I, I've, uh, I've, I've sort of rejected that idea as I've gotten older. Um, and uh, I, I have come to believe that uh, 
you know, elders, parents, whoever, teaching children that hell is a real place that they can go to is uh, somewhat abusive. It's child abuse. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Um, and I think that uh, had a pretty negative effect on me for a really long time. Um, and so it's it's taken some time to kind of get away from that being the, the paradigm that I live with. And um, so I, I've kind of uh, reacted to that by uh, going the other way and saying, I, I really don't think that anything happens after we die. I think um, it's, it's probably just nothing. Um, which, you know, like, like you said, nobody knows for sure. Right. I, I, I could be wrong about that. Could but, be right. Um, but I, I think based on the, the concrete observations and evidence that are available to us, um, it seems, it seems more likely to me that, uh, the, the consciousness just, just ends at death. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know for sure. Um, but, uh, uh, still, it's still sort of reckoning with that. I think, um, probably all will till we die. Yeah, I think, I think so. <laughs> it's a, it's a big question, but, um, I've, I've kind of, uh, tried to get to a place where I'm able to, uh, accept that mystery and be at peace with it. Um, and that, that applies to a lot of things in life um, and the big questions mm -hmm. where uh, there's some things that we just don't know and don't have any way to know. And um, be at peace with that. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think, I think a, a big part of uh, being uh, well-adjusted and uh, comfortable with yourself involves figuring out how to be okay with not knowing the answers to things. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am at these days. I can't remember who it who it was I asked that and they said it doesn't matter. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, right. I think that's that's probably as good a way to look at it as, as mm -hmm. any. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well um sorry for bringing it up because it is like a like a mind like what do you do with that question? Sure. No, but, yeah, it is interesting I, to think about. I love talking about this. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you have anything to add? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, like, I'm in some ways kind of the opposite because I'm not good at accepting the mystery. Like, I have to know everything, and uh, you know, like, I I majored in in chemistry and had to take a lot of physics classes and the the concept of like energy cannot be created nor destroyed it has to go somewhere like it has to transform or it's used but still exists because it was used as fuel for something like i think there has to be something that happens even if it's even if it's something that we're not fully conscious of like our energy is expelled into the universe somewhere so it may just be energy floating around in the cosmos or something but and mm -hmm. I, I don't know and i i want to i want to believe that there's something mm -hmm. that there's something else even if it's just like a state of peace or 
a state of joy or or uh, like togetherness mm -hmm. with all the other energies mm -hmm. in the universe that have been expelled upon death. That sounds nice. Yeah, but I just I don't know either, and I don't yeah. like not knowing. No, I hate it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it kind of so it kind of sounds like nothing and something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. nothing okay. and something. Yeah. yeah we we, uh, we argue about it all the time. We, yeah, yeah, we talk about it all the time. I would say argue. No, we, yeah. we debate yes. about it. Yeah. And and he's, his response to everything is just accept the mystery. Mm. And I'm like, I can't. I got, I got to know <laughs> yeah. the answer. Even even in mundane life things, I have to know the answer. <laughs> you guys sit like, so you guys have nice palettes. It's like yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I feel like our, our perspectives can uh, butt up against each other mm -hmm. and clash in a lot of ways in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that can definitely be a good thing. Like I, I try to surround myself with friends that will like tell me when I need to change something. Yeah. Like tell me if mm -hmm. you see an issue in my behavior or mm -hmm. um, something I should work on. Like mm. I think a, a friend is someone who will let you know those kind of things, even if you don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know? It's like, that's the kind of people I, I look for in my life, not yes men or people that mm -hmm. just tell you what you want to hear, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work on that for myself, being able to accept criticism and correction. I always kind of uh, had a, a bit of a um, like harsh defensive reaction to uh, people telling me I'm wrong about something or disagreeing. And uh, that's, not, that's not great. You're right. It's good to like accept that's an awesome perspectives, thing yeah. to figure out and like understand and like work on, you know, mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like we, we're all on this journey and no one really knows what we're doing. We all just kind of pretend we know what we're doing. We fumble mm -hmm. through and do the best we can. And it's that like, is so true. Yeah. We just, mm -hmm. and you know, like there's so many things in, in this, not to be like super pessimistic about it, but there's so many things in this life that will bring you down and like try mm -hmm. and hurt you. So, you know, being with friends and like building each other up, that's so important to be with loved ones and mm -hmm. doing that, you know? Yep. It is. It is. <laughs> so preachy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've thought about that a lot when it comes to, um, you know, our band and music. Like, I think under, under the best circumstances, like, music is really a great way to foster that. Mm -hmm. um yeah for it, sure it, it kind of brings people together and gives them a common ground to stand on and um can really be a source of, of connection for people mm -hmm. and um i you know i've i've had that to be true in my life i think um you know we were we, we started our band uh six seven years ago and mm -hmm. Uh, we really kind of, uh, yeah. uh, at that time we were really kind of just not in a in a very good place in life we were very isolated isolated and, and lonely and yeah. and like the band I'm, i mean sure making music has been wonderful and great but the people we've met along the way are what has really like yeah. given our life joy and meaning again yeah, yeah. You, you were talking about how music can like be that that force positive force in the world yeah. like 
like you were talking about being raised in a super religious household. Yeah. Um, I, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. And oh, yeah. when I turned 18, I moved out and got away from all that. Mm. And my family is, is really cool. And they actually disobey the rules because you're not supposed to speak to someone who leaves. It's against oh, the wow. rules. You yeah. can, it's actually against the rules. You can receive punishments for that. Like, or like the lose privileges is what mm. I wow. would say. So, I mean, my family is breaking the rules of their <laughs> cult to speak to me. Wow. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's because they are real Christians, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, but anyway, I got away from all that when I was like 18. Mm. And uh, I, I started going to live music. I started going to East Room. I started yeah. going to, and that became church for mm-hmm. me. That I, replaced that. I feel exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. That saved me. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys, like for doing what you guys do. Of that course, helps yeah. people. Absolutely. No, I mean, you know, I, I I wouldn't do it other than the fact that that's that's the same for me. Yeah, I I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, we we all need community, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and for me, it would I I went through a process of like. Um, being in church for a long time it's just like that was the community that was sort of prescribed to me and told me that that was the only correct way to be in community with people this is the only place you'll really be loved and accepted by people even though we never were Mm -hmm. so like and just being told that that was the only correct place for that but then not feeling like you belong there yeah uh that's really tough and so kind of like you were saying taking sort of being lost and not feeling connected to anything for a long time mm-hmm. uh and then like finding the community of music uh showed me like oh there's there's other places where that exists yeah but in a way that's uh for me like more authentic mm. um and more more of a choice <laughs> yeah. right, right? Like, yeah yeah um <laughs> that's right yeah. uh, so yeah that i mean just i i as soon as we started a band and just like talking to people who were at shows or other bands we were playing with, I found myself like making genuine connections and and like real deep friendships for almost the first time in my entire life. And this this didn't start happening to me until like we were in our late 20s already. Yeah. Um, after spending a long time just being lost. So it's it's definitely meant a lot important in our lives mm-hmm. um if you don't mind me asking what denomination girl did you guys grow up yeah. um it's southern baptist yeah and then um uh started out uh church in nazarene okay and mm-hmm. um then uh, later on united methodist yeah okay. yeah uh, my, my dad was a pastor Oh, wow. okay. It still is. It's, 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 in fact, yeah. yeah. You know, hey, like, there's a lot of, I've learned a lot of great stuff from the Bible, and, sure. like, mm-hmm. I think 
actually, I, there's a lot of, I appreciate about the way I was raised, you know? Um, yeah. Like, it, like I, I think what happens is there's a lot of misunderstanding about what the Bible says because mm-hmm. ancient Israelites did not take it literally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's funny, I, I studied the Bible so much more deeply after I left. <laughs> yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, but I think part of the problem is, and I don't, you know, some people really need that, but it just didn't work for me. So I'm not <clears throat> putting my point of view on anybody else. But yeah. I think there there can be an issue when, I think it's supposed to be you in this book. It's not supposed to be someone telling you what it says mm-hmm. in the sense of like, that's removing your relationship from God and like putting like a, a toll bridge in the way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. And also like, it, it, I feel like a Bible scholar, you're reading it and you're figuring out what it means to you instead of like have everyone agreeing on a collective idea of interpretation of what it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like, there's religion, there's organized religion mm-hmm. where it's like, we all get together and agree about this idea. And it's like, well, what if, I don't want to agree with you guys on this. Well, you're out of club. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're out. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it, it's mostly, I mean, like one of like Jesus's favorite things to talk about is parables. And he's like, you know, people learn better, better from illustrations. Mm-hmm. And I think he's trying to tell you like, Hey, all this stuff back here earlier, this is illustrations. This is, I'm, we're trying to teach you a point that's like if you're if you go out into kids if you go out into the woods unattended a bear is going to eat you and it's like well that might not literally be true but you might break your leg out there and no one's going to be able to hear you or something mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or it's like you know if you disobey your parents you get stoned to death well maybe not like maybe well, first of all maybe they were actually doing that but maybe <laughs> that's also just like a deterrent but it's like hey this one time this one kid got stoned so you better behave uh, sure remember that one kid yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know it'd be nice if we could figure out how to take the good lessons from it but i, I think people do just kind of get stuck yeah yeah and and there's not all the lessons in there are good it's also kind of a right yeah right. some of them are not good yeah. so it's 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 really hard to quantify that like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. The net good versus net bad. Pretty much, I agree with Jesus, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. agree with Yahweh on anything. <laughs> well, on anything mm-hmm. else, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the same, but they come to each other. <laughs> oh, it's the mystery of the Trinity. Yeah. What is it? What is, yeah, I don't <laughs> The mystery, yeah. <laughs> then you ask too many questions because you don't like accepting mysteries. And then, and then, people start getting kind of mad at you <laughs> yeah that's that's your path that, that was my role yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> um so do you guys have any ghost stories or any supernatural experiences that you can't really quantify with logic hmm. i feel like i have some yeah please 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 go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. it I, I i feel like joe here is very um uh maybe you don't look for it as much as Um, some people do and so you don't see the strange as often i think that's fair yeah Um, uh yeah i i i don't think that i've 
had any experience that I would say is for sure supernatural. <clears throat> like if there's something that's unexplained that happens. I kind of go back to what you were talk talking about earlier, just how the mind is powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, people's perceptions can be unreliable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, imagination is super powerful. Right. So I tend I tend to kind of chalk most of those kinds of things up to that, uh, and then not give it too much else thought, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I on the other hand have a very good ghost story. Okay. Yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead. So, yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that yeah. answer. That's that's a perfectly great answer. <laughs> So um, I was, th this, this one happened fairly recently and it superseded my other favorite ghost story, <laughs> but I was, I was laying in bed, um, Joe was asleep and one of the cats, we have three cats and one of them was like laying beside me and I, and I just laid down, like I wasn't tired or anything and my phone charger has a little light on the end of it and it was that light I always face towards the wall because I don't want it in my eyes but <clears throat> so I was laying there facing the wall and I see a shadow like start kind of at the foot of the bed but the cat also saw the mm. shadow because she woke up and looked and that's that's what I always judge based on the cats I'm like uh -huh. is something really actually happening oh the cat is seeing it cats too. are in on some shit <laughs> yeah exactly the cat <laughs> is seeing it too so so me and the cat are just like watching the shadow move toward the head of the bed and her head is just like following it the whole way and then it kind of like turns the corner and i feel something touch the top of my head and i flipped out at this point because something and like i felt i'm like is it another cat up here <laughs> and and that's the most likely that, that, that's the most likely because there's three of them and they're <laughs> and they're weird they're crazy and but but sarah like she she watched the it move or whatever it was move over my head and so i sat up i'm like okay this has to be one of the other cats so i got up i went in the living room and the other two were just sound asleep on the couch. And, and so I could not sleep the rest of the night. That was like, what it, I don't know. What did that, what could that right. be? Something touched me. <laughs> what, what was your other story? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, the other story also involves the cats too. <laughs> um, maybe it's just the cat. It, yeah, I mean, if, if the, I, what I think is like if the human mind and imagination are mm -hmm. uh, unpredictable and strange. Imagine like, a cat. Imagine the cat of a mind, the mind of a cat. Like, oh, what, yeah. are, what are they concocting? You're yeah, right. Like, yeah. But see, the problem is the cat and I had the same thought. So yeah. up with the in bed, something touched me thing. Yeah. Um, You're being hypnotized by cats. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, the other one was at our old house, and um, I was there by myself, and this is when we only had two cats. They're very friendly. They've never been mean or anything, um, and uh, I was sitting on the couch, and I suddenly just looked up at the corner of the room, and the cats were looking at the corner of the room, too. I'm like, okay, there's a bug up there cats love to look at bugs. like all three of them uh yeah or well it's when we only had two but oh, okay. but both, both of them, them looked okay. like 
me and the two cats all looked at the same corner of the room at the same time and I'm like okay it's probably a bug and I go back to reading and then I look up again and the cats are like kind of hiding behind the furniture but trying to look at it and I'm like okay they're just they're being weird so I stand up and I walk to the corner and I'm like squinting I don't see anything (laughs) but then they start following something around the room and one of the cats jumps up on the couch with me and is like growling and backing up and looking at whatever was on the ceiling and I tried to kind of shove him away because it was scaring me Mm -hmm. at that point and he turned around and bit me like hard oh very very hard and I said okay something something's wrong here and I just went and like drove around until I knew that Joe was going to be home (laughs) again (laughs) because they were and I mean it went on a long time like they saw something Mm -hmm. and they were terrified of it and I couldn't see what it was. You're on the same wavelength with these cats. You're like <laughs> tuning into the same things. Like. <laughs> yeah. For sure. In sync with cats. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's another one of those things. It's like, who knows, you know? Like yeah. I've had, I, 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 have, I have experiences that I would quantify that way, but I also like grain of salt that I might've just had some kind of schizophrenic break or like, <laughs> yeah. like so imagining, you know, like I always try, cause I feel like if you don't keep that grain of salt in there, then that's where you're borderlining madness and like sanity madness mm. is a very tenuous thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, like, I think it's really good to be a skeptic, you know, like I challenge all these ideas, like ideas that I have, I, I challenge, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I think like people, I mean, like you, you guys can relate to this because it's a big thing in religion and it's huge thing in politics too, where it's like people identify as an idea. It's like, yeah, I am a Christian. I am a Muslim. I am a Republican. I yeah. am a Democrat. Mm-hmm. You're a human being. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step in mind control is like no no no, put you in the pen you think this way yeah (laughs) yeah that's 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 interesting i i think a lot of people's like internal turmoil or conflict comes from like trying to fit themselves into that category but then having thoughts and feelings that are outside of the boundaries of that um so i yeah i i try to not identify as any particular thing yeah man either i think that's what i i the ideal that like i hold is like (laughs) my ideal is open-mindedness and my my ability to have my life changed so that's the ideal that i hold is like this is my pillar Mm. is fluidity and like being able to not being stagnant about my beliefs because I've I've definitely been there you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree it's important it's important to incorporate new information into your life as you receive it and new thoughts and and change opinions yeah that's what a child does you know like they're able to learn Mm -hmm. so much quicker than we are because they don't have these ideas about what is and what isn't right right yeah the world is still fresh and new and like yeah, I feel like that's how we all got to be. It's like mind of a child kind of thing. Yeah. Right. 
it's, it's before you're thought policing yourself mm. yeah like you allow yourself to have new new thoughts and not feel like shamed or upset by them but all that gets kind of pushed onto you as you grow it's also like I'm not like a like a science denier or anything like I'm not gonna throw some flat earth shit at you or anything crazy <laughs> like that although someone did come on my podcast and I found out after we I talked to him for about an hour that he was a flat earther wow Whoa. that was that was that was interesting but anyway um what was gonna say oh just like the way I see like the media is manipulated and like every aspect that I can see is manipulated it makes me wonder like what we're taught in school like how valid that mm. stuff is too Oh, yeah. Because there's, the, I was watching this documentary on this guy, I think it's Dowd, is that his name? Hmm. Produced for Cream. He, uh, oh. Some other people. Okay, yeah, I, I know another one you're talking about, yeah. But oh, he was like, about. yeah, he, he, he worked, he was like a, a jet engineer. He worked for the government and I'm not going to do this guy justice. They, there's a whole <laughs> documentary about this guy. He, basically, he was going to like go do some top secret shit and he said no and became a music producer i like that that guy knows he knew something <laughs> yeah yeah i think yeah but yeah so it's, it's a crazy world mm-hmm. uh, uh <laughs> yeah. oh, go ahead sorry to, to your point i mean maybe maybe there are ghosts i don't know i'll i'll, I'll allow the possibility i'll try to be open-minded to it uh mm-hmm. it's just not, not something I've I've had uh, happen to me in a in a way that uh, made me go down that road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When when <laughs> I when I was uh, when I left being a witness and moved down, I uh, I was like definitely an atheist, mm-hmm. and it's because religion pissed me off. I was upset, right? And like in retrospect, I see that. And like, what, what I did though, is I was trying to prove if there was anything out there. So I got really into witchcraft and black mm-hmm. magic and mm-hmm. started studying Crowley and like Thelemic magic and chaos magic. And I got really into it and it took me years. Um, but mm-hmm. I finally like, it's a long story, but I've had experiences um, where I've, I've felt like I was channeling things. Mm-hmm. Um, like receiving spirits into my body and like it'll become physical like hands moving and I was talking about the, the hypnosis thing where I made myself raise my hand mm-hmm. what you're saying about suggestibility and like how powerful the imagination is that's that could be it also yeah sure mm-hmm. like I'm interacting with these spirits but I also am in a trance that you know I'm mm-hmm. very malleable here and my I've got a wild imagination mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I think that's super important to keep in in your head because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I mean like let, let's hear the idea that we are interacting with something real that's um, there could be danger there and I think mm-hmm. one of the first things like any of these practitioners will tell you is like control like a wand is um, it's like if you're interacting with something mm-hmm. you don't know it it doesn't know you this wand is like back off like this is a weapon this is a stick yeah like Mm -hmm. i'm in control here Mm -hmm. it's like asserting that for yourself asserting that in the whole situation you know and like um 
I get on tangents sometimes. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's interesting. Yeah. I love a good tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't see anything until I went looking for it. Mm. And that being said, mm-hmm. I didn't. I have not seen like an apparition. I've never seen. I actually still don't believe, despite everything else I've seen. I do not believe in poltergeist activity. I don't think you can break physics. I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. I do not think a spirit can pick this up. And levitate it. <laughs> yeah. I have plenty of friends and people that have no reason to lie that mm-hmm. have experienced things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have never seen that. And I just can't until I'm not counting it out as a possibility, but for now, I don't believe in that. Sure. Yeah. And a huge component and why I think that way is every single time, without exception, that I've interacted with the spirit, they're excited to be talking to you because you have something they want. Mm. They you have a vessel and they don't. Mm-hmm. So as long as you want to talk now, I don't like is here. I get upset at like um, exorcism films and possession films. Cause it's so hokey. Like it's so <laughs> cheesy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, it doesn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. It's um, the, first of all, it requires effort on my part to keep that connection. So I don't think it can like linger and stay with me. Yeah. Like against your will. I don't think so. Sort of thing. Yeah. At least not in my experience, which, you know, you were talking earlier about how every, this world is different for everybody. So yeah. what works for me and how things work for me, that might be different for someone else. Yeah. I just, I know my truth and like mm-hmm. what, what's happened with me. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I would love to see a ghost <laughs> like i want to see one it would scare me to death but i just want to see one just once <laughs> no, if, no. They're, if they're out there if a, if, a, if an apparition a visible one is out there i'll take a peek I'll show you guys something real quick yeah sure. nice the curiosity the curiosity yeah i this, live for it this is an invoking board Ooh. oh wow alice <laughs> Um, not peer pressure, but if you guys ever are interested in that, that's something I could like show you guys. Right not, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would just take over the whole podcast. <laughs> Actually, me and Michael did that. Yeah. Time. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we closed out with that. It was, uh, nice. we didn't really get anywhere. It was just kind of gibberish. Mm-hmm. Um, these, so like, uh substances that would increase your suggestibility and like put you in that like malleable state of mind obviously helps with this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i have had success with it just sober not drinking or smoking or anything but like um obviously the more out of it you are and like what what i've noticed is that kind of stuff opens you up to like makes you open-minded and since it's like you don't see things as rigid Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. definitely like like cracked my egg on it where it was like <laughs> I'm able to like believe this for a second because the first time the first time I did it I did not think it was real I did it yeah. as like for shits and giggles to right and I was with the girl I was seeing at the time and when it started moving I think probably her initial thought too is like okay he's something's going on here <laughs> and we didn't have trust issues like that but mm-hmm. the, like the alternative is so much more insane right that you're like <laughs> what well, it has to be that yeah this person must be lying to me because this yeah, can't be yeah. on its own yeah <laughs> so i call something like this training wheels because it's like what happens is 
just humor that humor that they are doing it and that's fine you can think that <laughs> and what happens is after a while you start realizing that that's what's being said is not coming from them it couldn't be and then it's like okay once that's happened and you have that realization your whole mindset's now like a switch you know mm -hmm. sure. it just flips over and so like i know people that have never used a board and they'll communicate with spirits i've, I've seen it I've, I've been part of rituals like that but like something like this like opens you can it's like training wheels it can open you up to that idea of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i just want to show you guys that. that's very cool i like that it has a cat on it i know yeah. his, name, his name is prince and sometimes he says it like prince like royalty uh -huh. and sometimes he says like paw prince oh yeah <laughs> It comes Funny back. Story. It comes back to cats. It all comes back it to cats. Cat. Cats know yeah. some shit, they man. They know I'm everything. Saying. So I, I got a cat story, actually. Oh uh, yeah. What, we got time. Yeah, we got time. All right. <laughs> if you guys got time. We, yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, quick, quick cat story. I'll try to make it quick. I was like a few years ago. I was trying to like get into like lucid dreaming because mm -hmm. I have. I don't really. I've never really done that. Mm -hmm. So like, or I hadn't at the time. And. I wanted to see if I could like control my dreams because I never have control in my dreams. I'm like just along for the ride, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was reading this book that like kind of helps you do it because you can, they're like practices you can do, like keeping a journal and stuff will help you yeah. lucid dream. And one of the things the book was telling me was to like pick a focus, like try to make something appear mm -hmm. in your dream. And I chose a black cat. Well, I didn't make a black cat appear, but I did lucid dream. I was, I walked into a, like a two-story house and for some reason I'm going up the stairs and I hear something behind this door. I open the door and there's like an eyes wide shut cult orgy party happening. <laughs> oh, that's, that's always a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and someone sees me open the door, everyone stops and looks at me and then someone starts chasing me with a shotgun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I run outside and of course like I, like an idiot i run like into this enclosed picket fence area where i'm just now oh, i'm screwed yeah. mm -hmm. and the dude like turns and like points the gun at me and i'm like okay well i'm gonna die now and then i'm like oh wait i'm dreaming yeah and then i'm like oh shit so then i just like force pushed him <laughs> he just like went flying <laughs> and then i i was like okay well i'm dreaming this is awesome so i like started flying and i remember <laughs> saying like like leaves like rustling and i'm hearing the wind rush by me it was so realistic like mm -hmm. like i was generating this reality for myself yeah. uh -huh. and we do that every night but i was like aware of it yeah, it was blowing cool. my mind mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> i didn't make a black cat show up in my dream but it, the next day a stray cat wandered up to our house in reality <laughs> and it was a black cat and i had been uh me and my girlfriend at the time had been working on an art project where I had built a, I had built a giant cross. Mm -hmm. It was a very sacrilegious, very <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> I built an eight foot giant cross and she climbed on it. It was like a female Christ kind oh, of thing. Nice. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I built this cross and then I dug, I got like post hole digger and I like dug <clears throat> just like four or five feet down, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So actually the cross was bigger than eight feet. It was eight feet above the ground. Oh, so it was gosh. huge. Wow yeah and i so i had this hole dug and i hadn't put the cross down yet this cat walks up to our house and 
um, she ends up taking it in and like, because like it wandered up to us. We thought it was a kitten because it was really small. Uh, we had both gone to work and like we came back and we could tell something was wrong. It wasn't feeling good. Aww. So the next morning we took it to the vet and it was really sick. It wasn't a kitten. It was just, it was an adult cat. It was really malnourished. Aww. It had wandered. They, the vet was telling us that sometimes they'll wander up to people when they, they you know they're yeah. dying because they want. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what had happened. It was just sick. Mm-hmm. And um, vet told us there's nothing we could do. So we, we put it down mm-hmm. and I already had a grave dug for this cat. Wow. And I didn't know I was digging a grave until I had something to put in it. And so this cat has an eight foot headstone. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's this wonderful cat, quite a, though. Quite a monument, yeah. 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 I wonder if that's still there. <laughs> That'd be funny where, where if they dug it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was uh Columbia. Yeah. I used to live in Columbia. And oh, that's, wow. Yeah. I, that, I imagine they probably didn't leave that giant cross <laughs> up in their backyard. I mean, you never know. Maybe, Maybe right, they liked right it. people moved in, might have, might have enjoyed having that. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. knowing the intent behind it. <laughs> right. They lift it up and see the cat, like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Sometimes we don't know what we're preparing for ourselves mm-hmm. until something shows up and we can look back and be like, oh, that was... That's what that was. That's what that yeah. felt like. Yeah. 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 And what do you make of that? Do you do you see like some uh, otherworldly force kind of guiding those circumstances, or is that just something that happened? That's a really good question. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And uh, yeah, like see, fate, like fate and free will, or determinism and free will is like a big one for me. Like I mm-hmm. go back and forth on that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, on one hand, it feels like we have free will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's like everything, like, everything I am is is experience, mm-hmm. but also, like, genetics, right? So, like, what your parents are bringing to the equation. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, like, there's, like, cosmic <clears throat> ray bombardment from the sun. And it's, <laughs> like, your, your appetite, like, or your diet. And, like, there's so many factors in, like, I kind of think that the idea of individuality um, kind of maybe is an illusion. Like we start, mm-hmm. I think we might literally all be the same person. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah. And we're just perceived differently. Yeah. Or we perceive the world around us differently. So like when we see evil like that, <laughs> that's our potential. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, even if that's not true, I think that might be a positive outlook. That way you're aware of it and you can mm. close it off from you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if maybe we could even do like carelessly let evil happen, like not yeah. intentionally, you know, if you're yeah. not vigilant about it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's that's most of it, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think most people don't set out to do evil or intended that's dude you're absolutely yeah. right yeah i i yeah most people have good intentions mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. misguided right right i think that's true i i've kind of uh i've i've had similar thoughts along those lines of, of free will and whether it actually exists i think yeah there is a lot <clears throat> going into the equation that we don't have any control over absolutely and i've i've kind of 
tried to get to a place where um like lack of judgment is the goal both for myself and others um because there is a lot that we can't control um and i think a good idea that's linked to that for me is um i don't i don't think necessarily that there is such a thing as good or bad people mm. um i think actions can be good or bad i think you're absolutely right um and we and every one of us has the potential for for either yeah mm-hmm. i dude i completely agree um uh, yeah there's yeah and like to call someone evil it's like i mean i think that's that's a lack of empathy it's like because mm-hmm. there are circumstances that led them to those decisions mm-hmm. evil is out of circumstance it's you know like i well i mean maybe maybe like we also maybe there is like a pure evil and mm-hmm. we're just like removed enough from it that we don't understand it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know and some people are closer to it than others perhaps yeah it's like look at look at ted bundy for instance mm-hmm. you know pure evil but could he have could he really help what he did i mean yeah. I, i'm not giving ted bundy a pass here do not misunderstand no yeah but but he was still channeling evil whether he meant to or not mm-hmm. and had to be removed from society to prevent further harm yeah. but and the, yeah. the flip side of that, of course, is like, um, maybe we, we shouldn't be so quick to congratulate ourselves or pat ourselves on the back for being good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot beyond our control that guides us to mm-hmm. those choices or actions as well. Mm. Oh, that, I always think about uh, Suf John Stevens' song about John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, because at the near the end of the song, he says, "I'm really just like him," mm. and and that always, like the first time I heard that, I don't know, it kind of made me mad. I'm like, I'm not like John Wayne Gacy. What, like, what are you talking about? But, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, I have the potential to be horrible. It's yeah, yeah. it's an uncomfortable thought under mm-hmm. yeah understanding that, but it's it's also like it, it like we're talking about it's important maybe or people to understand that they you could be that if mm-hmm. you don't if you're not careful yeah yeah maybe we get it our ideas it's like oh i'm a good person i i do good things like you said maybe don't pat ourselves on the back for that. it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. not not well not screwing over the world is like the minimum you could do like mm-hmm. don't, exactly don't give yourself a reward <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not being a serial killer it's the least yeah. you can do yeah and like at, at any time you could you could make that turn and act differently like mm-hmm. it, it happens all the time it happens like, yeah, yeah like, it happens so. yeah like some yeah something can happen to a person completely uh, uh, we've all seen it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. um uh in in closing what what is do you guys what do you guys think about aliens you think been aliens on earth i don't know if they're on earth but i think there has to be 
other intelligent life the galaxy is like way too big mm-hmm, the universe true. is too big like yeah they're out there the it's truth like, is out there <laughs> yeah yeah i think like i think pretty much everyone agrees about there there's mm-hmm. got to be I, I i was watching this documentary on youtube it was like it's called the the museum of alien life mm. um and it was talking about like if we discovered other life like mm-hmm. they put it into two categories of carbon-based life and non-carbon-based life and it was like so here are ideas about what we might run into under different circumstances mm-hmm. and in that they were talking about there's like there's over a billion potential life having planets in our galaxy mm-hmm. and that's like mind-boggling that's so big oh yeah it's like yeah i feel like there's gotta be at least something else in the universe i guess more of the question is yeah do you guys think they've been here interacted with humanity have they made it here i think it's possible there's an awful lot of um like aerial phenomena that has been Mm. witnessed that cannot be explained that I mean, sure, it could be military, top secret military technology, <laughs> and some of it has proven to be that. Yeah. But is it all? Yeah. I don't. I don't think it probably is. It's, I think it's a little bit circumstantial, though, isn't it? We yeah. Don't, we don't yeah. have a whole lot to go on. Yeah, because the government, you know, they're gonna <laughs> know and they're not gonna tell us. <laughs> they um yeah, it's funny. Before he left office, Trump <laughs> made a COVID bill that had a thing about. UAPs and yeah. uh, how Congress, whatever. You guys remember that? <laughs> oh, yes. They had to release what in. they knew. Yeah. Yeah. And I went through the, on my podcast, I went through the documents. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest crop of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, first of all, they're not UFOs anymore. I don't know if you guys, the, yeah. UAPs, yeah. unidentified aerial phenomena. Think, uh, okay. Think about this for a second. <laughs> unidentified mm-hmm. aerial phenomena, mm-hmm. meaning, if we knew that this was an extraterrestrial, it would be identified. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so this can't be about any of the That is basically things. what the report fucking said. Is yeah. It even mentions that there was, there have been prior UAPs mm-hmm. that we now know what they are. There was a, a weather balloon once. Yeah. That yeah. was a UAP. Yeah. Now it's not. <laughs> so they're basically that's telling us, if we know about aliens, we're not telling you. We're not this. telling yeah. you. I was like, wow, this is the biggest fuck you, the <laughs> government. <laughs> like, holy shit. That's kind of a semantic, like, not yeah. there. Yeah. You asked for unidentified, not the identified ones. Oh, you wanted the identified ones. Oh, Oops. well, no, write, write another COVID bill and we'll think about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't care how, how compelling any law or bill would be they're not going to say anything like oh hell like, no. you're right like why yeah. in the world would they do that <laughs> they keep it close to their chest for sure oh yeah yeah we uh we took except a, the mystery that's what it's been except all about. the yeah. mystery yeah. it's all except the mystery <laughs> yeah i i refuse <laughs> <laughs> i mean we took a road trip out to west texas and new mexico earlier this year and just mm-hmm. drove through miles of nothing and while we were there i'm like I can see why more sightings happen Mm -hmm. in this area because it's just so clear, like the sky is so Mm -hmm. clear, but it's so like mentally confusing Mm -hmm. when you're out there. 
I, yeah. I don't know. I just there's do open, open skies, so, open mind. So yeah. much open oh. space. Yep. Yeah. I bet yeah. the stars look great out there. Oh, stunning. It's incredible. I've yeah. never been that, that far out west. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend it. But That's yeah, awesome. the the alien aliens, UFOs, whatever you would like, extraterrestrial life. They're probably here. <laughs> they don't have to be some very advanced technology, but they're probably here. <laughs> are, are you guys uh, from Nashville? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm born here. Um, yeah, kind of uh, spent the majority of our bringing a little outside of the city uh, mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Greenbrier, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about, we both went to high school. About 20 minutes and, north and, yeah. of. Dayton, oh, you guys go all the way back to high school. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is. Uh, life lifelong at this point yeah. lifelong relationship Soulmates. here yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i'd use that word know, but uh it's uh it's, it's still a choice every day you know yeah a choice every day that's that's a good way to look at it mm-hmm. and that's what the new album's about too <laughs> yeah so. oh, looking forward to that yeah yeah mm-hmm. well guys this has been really fun uh-huh. Yeah, yes. I, I've had a really good time talking with you guys. Yeah, me too. Um, Alice, I'm putting links down below so you can check out Marriage. And be it Dark Matter this Friday, mm-hmm. um, that show is going to be great. It's you guys, Year of October. Yeah, nice shirt, by the way. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. October. yeah, shout yeah. out Year of October. Yeah. Uh, Blind Tigers and Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really excited for the lineup. And um, mm-hmm. we're going to play our whole new album. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll definitely see you guys there. Right, so, yeah, man. thank you. Dark Matter is what we're we talking about. Spring Water, how great Spring Water is. Love Dark Matter. Shout out to Dark Matter too. Yeah, that's right. our first time playing there. Oh actually. shit! Yeah, nice. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've been there. So mm-hmm. cool. Well, uh, don't be sleeping on Dangerous Method. New album out. Um, whenever that, that that's up, there will be a link down here. So check that out, Alice. Um, streaming Spotify. All the all the places. All the places. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, um, thank you again. Yeah, thank Thank you. you. And Alice, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.